So apparently, the 49ers just won the Super Bowl. Apparently, Brock Purdy is the greatest quarterback of all time. Never lost. Shout out to LeVar Ball and Kevin Wiles. Or, they're just a football team, perhaps a very good football team, that won a game in the first week of December. Welcome to another episode of Unparalleled Sports Talk with yours, Kwame Fisher-Jones. As always, I am him. I appreciate your time and year. And if you like the podcast, like the podcast. Comment on the podcast, share the podcast, subscribe to the podcast, whatever your podcast platform allows you to do. Now let's get to the reason why we're here. So yesterday, the 49ers laid a shellacking on the Philadelphia Eagles. It, w- it appeared in the first few minutes of the game that the game would be close or perhaps Eagles may even run away with it. Then the 49ers managed to annihilate them 42 to 19, 23 points. But here's the thing about blowouts. Are the 49ers really 23 points better than the Eagles? Or did they just catch the Eagles at the right time on the right night for the right game? Were they playing a football team that could possibly have been tired? Were they playing a football team that had kind of overextended itself throughout the season but was 10-1 and for a reason? Or they're 23 points better than the Eagles? We won't know until the season ends. But what we do know is they don't give trophies out in the first week of December. What we do know is the 49ers every year have something spectacular happen that leads you to believe that they're on their way to a Lombardi trophy only to fall short. Last year, they swept the division foe and and previous thorn in their behind, the Seattle Seahawks. The season before that, they managed to roll over numerous teams. And many people thought that they would be, you know, the sleeper team. They finished 10 and 7, only to lose in the conference championship to the Los Angeles Rams. I believe in that season they had big wins against, uh, I want to say, they beat the Eagles in Philadelphia and the comeback, comeback win 17-11 two years ago. They had the Bengals. So basically the point, the moral of the story is they manage every year to put together successful wins similar to this ilk. But the thing about blowouts are you don't really know about. You don't really know how good a team is. To quote Tim Hardaway, when the game is nip and tuck and is going back and forth, then you find out how good your players are. When the game is close and it's a score lead and guys got to be perfect and got to be exact and do their job at the highest level, then you find out how good you are. When it's a blowout, you're not getting one team's best effort and another team's playing with house money. And let's face it. Everything lined up perfectly for the 49ers to win this game. We want to go to last season. Let's visit last season. Let's visit that title game. And let's change a narrative that's been promoted out here that Brock Purdy left the game. No, he got his future kids knocked out of his body as he got knocked out of a game. He got the stuffing knocked out of him as he got knocked out of a game. He didn't leave the game. He got the cognizance knocked out of him. He had his body ripped apart. That's what happened. And then so did their backup as the Eagles handed them almost a 30-point loss. I believe it was almost 30 points. So it was around there. It was a dominating performance by Philadelphia that the 49ers can't have back. It doesn't work that way. There's no backsies. Fast forward to this season. The 49ers got extra day to prepare. For a team that embarrassed them in a title game that they felt they should have won 
much like we all feel like we should have good credit. Unfortunately, we don't. Nevertheless, the 49ers came in prepared. And then in the first quarter of the game, when both teams were fresh and both teams were ready to go and you're playing off adrenaline, the Eagles were whooping them up and down the field. In the close games that Philadelphia's had to play, took over. Then the injuries started to rear their head and the 49ers' extra rest started to prevail. And they looked really good. The Eagles gave up plays they haven't given up all game or all season. They missed tackles they hadn't. And you can chalk that up to effort. You can chalk that up to execution. You can continue to chalk it up to anything you want that benefits the 49ers. But what I will say is this. We're singing their praises a little bit too damn loud for my liking. Let's call this what it was. A really good game in the first week of of December. Nothing is decided in December. Nothing is etched in stone in December. In fact, the Eagles could still clinch the number one seed, could still play only two games to get to the Super Bowl, and this game would be nothing more than a blip on the radar. In fact, the last time I looked, you don't lose games you won because of how bad you lost. In fact, you don't get extra wins because you won a game you should have won. Anybody and everybody with any little bit of sense picked the 49ers to win this game. The Eagles have been playing with house money all season long. They've been playing close games, playing it close to the tilt. There was a connection between Robert Sila and and the Jets defense with the 49er defense. Rex Ryan alluded to it on countdown. So there was every reason that the 49ers, as I mentioned, had the extra day's rest. Playing, playing Seattle on Thursday. So if you're a 49ers fan, I'm going to ask you a question. Are you giving this team a pat on the back or a push in the back? Because you've been here before. Just as Buffalo, let's look at the Buffalo Bills are the September, four, uh, four weeks of the season, NFL champion, the September NFL champion. The 49ers are the late, late season NFL champion. The problem is they're never the end of the season NFL champion. And do you feel better about this team going forward than you did before? Yes, you beat Dallas. And yes, you beat Philly. But do you really believe in Brock Purdy when it's nip and tuck time? As you sit 9-3, and you've got a home game against a division foe with Seahawks. A home game against, or a away game against the Cardinals. You should wind up 11 and 3 as you play Baltimore. And there's no reason why you shouldn't win that game. So, on a season on the heels of going 13 and 4 the previous year, you should this year finish out more than likely 14 and 3. So, that means you'll have the, you'll have the tiebreaker with the Eagles, who I likely doubt will finish out the season 14 and 3. They seem to have be everyone's get to everyone's best shot. And they still got three division games as well. And the Giants, as bad as the Giants have been, they're not going to be a walk in the park. You still got at Dallas, although I expect them to beat at Dallas. They've got at the Seahawks, but by then the Seahawks may be out of playoff contention or have a sliver of hope. So that game should, shouldn't be too difficult. But I expect the Eagles to lose one more game. But there's no reason why the 49ers, since, they're the, since they are the champion, since they are the best team in the NFL, since they've got the MVP, hands down, best quarterback in the game, never lost, since they're going to be the league 
reigning Super Bowl champion, they shouldn't lose another game, right? Or things change from week to week. Or there's context in the story with every win. Or we don't know just how good this 49ers game team is because the playoffs haven't started. And that's when things are decided. Look, I'm not taking anything away from what they accomplished. But as I said, now what? What's the plan? Where are we going with this win, San Francisco? I'm seeing pounds and handshakes. I'm seeing hugs and tears of joy, rejoicing. The parade is already tentatively planned. And it's only December 3rd. Well, today is actually the 4th. But you get the gist of what I'm saying. Nothing was won with this game. Everyone expected the Eagles to lose this game. In Philly's last five weeks, actually, you can go back. You can go back six weeks. They've played the Miami Dolphins, who were about to win the AFC East, a Commanders team on the road who at that time was rolling. Dallas at home, they got a bye week. Then on the 20th, they beat Kansas City in Kansas City. By the way, they won all these games. Played Buffalo, who was playing for their life and their season and possibly for their head coach in just six days. And then they turned around seven days later and got the team that they pummeled, and let's call it what it was, pummeled, beat to a pulp, defeated, annihilated, Crush their hopes and dreams. Turns their dreams into nightmares. Shout out Meek Mill. Came into the building. And they lost. You get a 49ers credit for that. But we've got a game next Sunday, ladies and gentlemen. There's no parade coming right now, 49er fans. There's no parade coming right now, media. There's no parade coming, football analysts. We've got another game. And there is a chance... That this greatest team ever assembled. A combination of the 85 Bears, the undefeated Miami Dolphins, Johnny Unitas' Colts, Joe Montana's old 49ers, John Elway's Broncos. There is a chance that this team could lose to Seattle. There is a chance this team could lose to the Ravens. And there is a chance, and it's very likely, that a Kyle Shanahan-led team, the same Kyle Shanahan-led offenses that have blown Super Bowl leads, the same Kyle Shanahan offenses that have ruined quarterbacks from Robert Griffin Jr. III to Trey Lance, could do what it always does, come up short in the playoffs. The only thing the 40, we know that will happen at the end of this season, and I'll go out on a limb and say it because history tells, his story tells me that this is what's going to happen. The 49ers will be left holding excuses. Giving you reasons to excuse their shortcomings. And I'm going to revert back to December 4th. When I listen to every analyst, every pundit, everybody that I enjoy, anoint them. And then I watch them slowly put their anointing oil back in the medicine cabinet. And wait for the next up and coming golden boy led offense. To anoint. 
See, that's the beauty about sports. You can blow a team out on Monday, but there's another game coming on Monday. You don't win anything until you've won everything. That's it for this episode of Unparalleled Sports Talk. Again, if you enjoyed the podcast, like the podcast, share the podcast, comment, subscribe, do whatever your podcast platform allows you to do. And as always, I appreciate your time of year. We'll see you next time.